From Alaska Teen Media Institute, this is Podcast in Place, Youth Stories from Quarantine, a series about youth in Alaska during the COVID-19 pandemic. We're bringing you stories, interviews, and audio diaries from teenagers and young adults stuck at home without anything else to do. I'm Atme producer Armand Lois, recording this on an iPad in my house, since the main Atme studio is closed for the time being. Earlier this year, Jose Carter was working for a company that did catering in an oil field in Pecos, Texas. He'd been there for almost a year and a half when he was laid off due to the pandemic. Jose then returned to Alaska where his family lives to try and find a new job. Among Jose's family is his daughter, Admi senior producer, Daisy Carter. Daisy sat down with her dad to talk about the difficulties of both working and looking for work during a pandemic. They spoke on September 13th, 2020. What was an average shift um, like before quarantine? Our shift it was uh, um, a night. It was twelve hours, seven days a week, four weeks on, two weeks off. Uh, my shift it was for nine thirty in the morning to nine thirty at night. When did you notice that things were changing in the camp due to the pandemic? Okay, that was when uh, I took two weeks off. That. Uh, I took, I took about 10 days off for right before the holidays that I went on vacation with my daughters. And then when I came back to work, it was December 23rd. And when I left, it was like a 600 uh, uh, people sitting in, um, in the camp. And when I came back 10 days later, it was only 200. And then by Christmas, we lost about another 100. And by New Year, we had only about 75 people. And then um, and then everything starts slowing down, slowing down. And companies start closing, closing down because they don't they don't want to take um, the employees. They don't want to take a uh, risk to get contaminated with the virus. So uh, people close companies, you know, people left. A lot of people quit. And then uh, everything started going downhill like uh, a middle of uh, February. Did your bosses or did like any supervisors talk to you during the pandemic, like kind of coach you on like what to, like what procedures to do or anything like that? Yes, 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 definitely. I mean, we had our, um, <clears throat> meetings two times a week talking about, you know, our safe to be safe. I mean, how to um, uh, try to keep everybody safe and all the employees, all the guests that stay in our camp. I mean, it was uh, we had two meetings every week, and we have to, and we have to follow a lot of procedures the company that were um, that were given to us. Did you have to wear like any masks or protective gear when you were working? Yes, all the time. We used to uh, wear a mask and gloves um, all day. What was kind of the atmosphere amongst like the workers during during like this whole pandemic? Like you mentioned that it went from like a lot of people to like a little bit of people like really quickly. Like what was kind of the atmosphere like around those people? Well, the atmosphere was um, 
a lot of people that just um they were getting anxious because I mean we were you know we were busy you know working twelve hours and then they start cutting at hours and then we went to ten hours and then we went to nine hours so we start hurting for for income uh it's a lot of people that you know they just expect you know they they are there just to make money and they expect to get a full paycheck and we were not getting any of that full paycheck so people start um, people start really concerned about you know that they they were not getting paid and the same amount of money that we were making like a month and you know like a month and a half before that so a lot of people they decide to leave to quit uh, people that were some of the people they actually they were getting depressed because um for the for the reason of that you know all the all the news and all the people that were getting contagious and uh you know people dying and and um uh, so it was uh, uh people that were getting um uh, yeah people that were getting depressed what was the process like you leaving that job i was there for my last uh, my last hitch that i was there it was it was 32 weeks uh, the company they didn't want me to come back here to Alaska because um you know for to be safe and then on the top of that it was the quarantine you know if I was coming here to Alaska I have to do two weeks here and, and then um, if I go back to Texas I have to be you know doing like a two weeks quarantine too so uh, the company decided not to let us go you know in our time off. And everything start, you know, it's just slowing down, slowing down. I mean, for a while, it was just only 40, 50 people, just, you know, a, a day that we were, you know, feeding people only about 40 people a day. So um, the company, of course, you know, start doing, start doing a lot of uh, cutting, a lot of stuff, you know. Even they start charging us rent, which is then we then did, you know, because um, it was um, it was that bad. So back in June, like I was one of the, uh, basically I was one of the top paid in the uh, kitchen. I guess uh, they decided to let me go, so they let me off. And then I came back to Alaska, and um, I uh, started applying for the, uh, started working in the uh, Prudhoe Bay that I have uh, previous working there for about for about four years. So. I um um I was in employment for about two months before I get back to uh, back to Prudhoe Bay. So today I'm um, working in Prudhoe Bay. Can you talk a little bit about what it was like having to go through the process of um, you know getting unemployed, and then as you mentioned that you you kind of stayed unemployed for about two months. But can you kind of? Talk a little bit about what it was like um, trying to find a job, you know, during a pandemic. Yes. Um, um, you know, first of all, I mean, uh, you apply for them, you know, for the uh, unemployment. You know, it's a process. It takes about, about um, four, five, six weeks before, you know, they um, they give it, um, you know, that employment. Um, it was just, um, it was a little tough, you know, it was a little tight money, you know. Um, because I was not having any income at all. And I was looking for work. I was looking for work here in town, too. In the meantime, but uh, um, it was uh, nothing. It was open, too. You know, and, and um, I work in the uh, food industry, and a lot of restaurants, they were closed. 
Um, I have a couple interviews for uh, for janitorial, you know, and um, they just just some. Um, there was not um, there was not much. There was not much going on with the janitorial too, you know. They were they had their own people um, to um, to 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 work. So it was um it was a little tough, you know. And finally, um, after two months, you know, the company that I used to work, which is uh, Nana Corporation here from native corporation here in Anchorage they called me back and uh, they offered me a job and but it was um it was um it was you know it was days that um, you know I was a little stressed um I was um you know I never you know when I was doing quarantine I was a little kind of desperate you know because I never stayed home like that you know it was something new for me and I never you know for for the last 32 years that I've been working here in the United States, I, um, I always work. I never, I never, I never stay home. You know, it was always work, work, work. So it was a, it was a little different. Well, from my point of view, it was those, those two months were desperately needed because like, like my dad said, he was in Texas for 32 weeks so I hadn't seen him in a long time, so I thought that, that that time was nice, you know, to spend with him. And, um, yeah, but now I'm happy that, you know, like, that he got this job and, you know, I think, think everything's all good. Do you want to add anything else, like any, like, other experiences or, or anything that you're, like, grateful for? No, 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 that's it. I'm just grateful to, to went back to work and uh, happy carpet right now. Get back to work and I have uh, two beautiful daughters. Uh, thank you, Papa. <laughs> that was at me, senior producer Daisy Carter, speaking with her father, Jose Carter. You've been listening to Podcast in Place, youth stories from quarantine from Alaska Teen Media Institute. Our show's theme music was composed by Devin Ghost. Stay tuned for more stories from quarantined youth. You can find these stories at alaskateenmedia.org where we have included resources for youth during quarantine as part of a partnership with the State of Alaska Division of Behavioral Health. Alaska Teen Media Institute is based in Anchorage, Alaska. We would like to acknowledge the Denina people whose land we work on. Many thanks to supporters of our podcast, including the Anchorage Museum at Rasmussen Center, United Way of Anchorage, the Alaska Humanities Forum, and the National Endowment for the Humanities. The views expressed in this program do not necessarily represent the views of the National Endowment for the Humanities or other sponsors. Thanks to our listeners who contribute to our programs and help us leverage additional funds and grants. If you'd like to support Youth Voices in Anchorage and help keep our podcast going, you can donate to our organization by going to alaskateenmedia.org and clicking Donate. Also on our website, you can learn more about what our organization does, listen to past episodes of our podcast, or find out how you too can get involved. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For Alaska Teen Media Institute, I'm Mormon DeLois. Thanks for listening. Stay safe out there. We'll get through this together. <laughs>